Hey guys, it's Monday. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. Uh, it has been a Monday. Everything that can go wrong has gone wrong. Uh, but uh, we're here. We're here in Nashville. And uh, special thanks to everybody back in Dallas, as well as the production team here in Nashville to get us up and rolling this morning. Uh, and it is morning. You're watching this at night, but it is morning. Trust me. And I am sitting here in the uh, aerosol-like effervescent presence of uh, Jason Whitlock. This is normally his studio. He's not here, but I he, he never leaves. I just feel him over my shoulder. And uh, we got to get this thing done before he gets in here because I don't want that that large, intimidating man mad at me. Uh, a lot of things to get into today. Hope you guys had a great weekend. Uh, we did. We uh, had a couple of great shows, uh, full houses packed out and um, lots of good times over the weekend. And uh, I'm going to be heading to um, we'll be in McKinney, Texas on Saturday night. That's the seventh Saturday night in McKinney, Texas there at Hanks. Uh, get some tickets. Come hang out with us. Watch Chad.com for all the fun stuff is. And then, of course, next week in Birmingham, actually Hoover, Alabama, uh, going to be over there at the Stardome. So get some tickets, come hang out and have a good time. Lots more going on. Watch Chad.com. Um, I want to talk about this Jamal Bowman thing. We'll get to that in a minute uh, because, of course, you know, Jamal Bowman, who is a is a self-proclaimed member of the squad. He pulled the fire alarm. Then he came out with a statement talking about how he was just trying to get out of the building so he could rush over to cast his vote on this whole government shutdown. Uh, but uh, we'll get into that some more because there's a lot to make fun of on that deal. Um you know, Joe Biden the other day, he predicted that this might be the MAGA Republicans last gasp. Um, uh, not sure if Joe Biden has uh, done anything to check on his uh, current state of health, but I don't know that he should be floating the term last gasp out there so cavalierly. Uh, and then, of course, there's a covid vaccine poll said that over half adults will refuse the new vaccine. The Biden administration's unclear on their next scare tactic to try and elicit votes, but uh, they are definitely trying to do that. Uh, <laughs> I uh, speaking of Joe Biden, I mean, listen, it's just a trickle down effect. I mean, uh, you know, we uh, we uh, uh, do you know what? I tell you what, Brandon, let's let's do this. Play clip number one for me. This, this should tell you everything you need to know. Clip number one. I hope this experience for the speaker has been one of a personal revelation. I'm not being facetious. I, uh, um, anyway. As I've said over and over again, uh, people are at a point now where they don't know if they need to put grandpa in hospice or the Senate. Uh, this is where we are. Uh, Senator Dianne Feinstein passed away over the weekend. Um, she was 90 years old. Uh, that's a tragically sad situation when you think about, uh, well, you know, Dianne Feinstein, in my opinion, not a great human being in terms of what she believed, what she defended, what she pushed. Uh, but they did push her in her uh, wheelchair right into the Senate to cast a vote. Twelve hours later, she was dead. She went on to, you know, as she cast the vote, uh, her aides were there with her. And she started to repeat what the vote was all about, what the bill she was voting on was all about. And they finally just said, just say yay. Twelve hours later, she was dead. Uh, it's a sad state of affairs here in America when that's what we're looking at and that's what we're dealing with. Um, but it trickles down from Joe Biden. It trickles down from Joe Biden. I mean, the logic of continually to putting continually putting geriatrics, octogenarians, 90 year olds uh, in 
in the Senate, in the Congress, in the White House is insane. Um, this enough is enough, you know. And again, there are some who are mentally efficient, even at that age. There's plenty of those. You can make that defense. But man, my God, dude, these people are on life support. Absolutely. So uh, Diane Feinstein, she's dead. Uh, speaking of witches, uh, Bill O'Reilly. I'd love to get him on, get him to talk about this show, uh, talk about his newest book. Uh, he, I think they've written, he and Martin DeGard have written about 13 of the Killing series now. Uh, the latest one, and I think I've read all of them. I'm, in fact, I know I have. Uh, just the other day, I read uh, Killing the Witches. That's the lating, latest installment of the Killing series. Killing the Witches, incredible uh, retelling of what happened in uh, not only the founding of America, but uh, during the Salem witch trials and just insane what people are willing to do to other people. And they do an amazing job of of actually taking you through that experience, but then how it affected the founding fathers and how they shaped the Constitution and made sure, I mean, vehemently fought to make sure that America was not, did not have a state religion because so much of the religious fervor is what drove those Salem witch trials. And thank God we don't, we don't have a state religion because people have a tendency to use those things as a power platform to prey on other people. Uh, I'm not saying, I'm not saying, you know, faith is unimportant. I'm not saying your Christianity is not important, but thank God our founding fathers had the foresight based on the hindsight with the Salem witch trials to, to make sure that we are, we weren't going to be governed by religious fanatics potentially or people's interpretation of scripture or any other state uh, funded state founded religion that was driving policy so that's a good thing go check that book out they do a great job it's halloween you need to read a book about so-called witches but uh, it was the first example in america of legitimately uh, what we call today cancel culture. All you got to do is accuse somebody. You don't have to prove their guilt, and there's no way that person can prove their innocence. And they do an amazing job of, of talking about how we are, you know, in the middle of all these witch hunts today. You look at what's going on with the indictments of Donald Trump and on down the line. Uh, it, it's insane what people are willing to do to other people. I mean, and, and tragically to the loss of life, to completely ruin someone's life, if not completely take that life uh, physically. It's amazing. So get the book Killing the Witches by Bill O'Reilly. Just a free little thing. Every time those killing books come out, I love to read them. I know there's those out there who say that Bill O'Reilly's not a historian, he's not a blah, 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 but he's a great storyteller. And they do a fantastic job of, um, of adding the footnotes and the proof text and all of those things to, to get the historical record pretty accurate. So I, I enjoy those a lot. Uh, but Joe Biden, man, he's out of it. And uh, uh, I, I don't know, man, you know, um, Eric Adams, New York City, um, he uh, his chief advisor is now called for the closing of the border as New York cannot handle the influx of migrants. Uh, guess what? You know what that you know what that makes that chief advisor? He's going to be stunned to find this out. But it, that automatically makes her an ignorant, heartless racist. <laughs> She may be chief advisor to a black man who's the mayor of New York, but if she wants to close the border, she is a racist, heartless, 
She's a coward. That's right. She doesn't love people. So, uh, you know, I don't know if you guys are paying attention to what's going on at the border. I, I, listen, you know, we try to put stuff out there every single day with uh, Texans for Strong Borders. If you're not following at Strong Borders TX on Instagram and on uh, Twitter X, whatever, you, you need to because we're, we're putting some great information out there on a day-to-day basis. And uh, Elon Musk... Uh, he has said that, quote, pretty extreme individuals are stealing into the U.S. during a, a visit to beleaguered Eagle Pass. Said, this is insane. This is insane. You know, 5.2 million uh, estimated ha- are in the country now illegally. Uh, they've come across plenty more than that. But the, the we know of have come in under the Biden administration. Uh, this is a sad this is a sad thing. But I but the most important thing, the most important thing, Brandon, is we want to check in and see what's taking swift doing uh up at the up in the suite uh is, is she uh um i mean millions of people are streaming across the border i don't know uh can we see what's going on there in the suite with uh taylor is she uh is she up there oh there she is right there yeah that's that's the most important thing uh there, there she is in new york city i don't see any illegal migrants around her but but there she is um but anyway, Elon Musk went down to the border and uh, he says it's a major crisis. 5.8 million migrants have illegally stolen into the U.S. since President Joe Biden took office, including 232,927 just last month. Uh, Elon, you've seen the images of him down at Eagle Pass. He's doing something that Joe Biden has yet to do. Um, and um, he, uh, you know, he, he talked about um how dangerous this situation is and he's not wrong um and of course he's getting a lot of blowback and pushback because of doing this and uh the um you know mayor roland salinas jr who is uh he's he's uh, wants to issue and sign an emergency declaration. He's down there in Eagle Pass. He indicated that, quote, a lot of these migrants, they're single males. They don't want to listen to instructions. They're leaving the facility. Not all these people come in peace. Uh, that's exactly right. I mean, they, they they didn't walk all the way up here just so they do what some, you know, American law enforcement official is going to tell them to do. Um just feet away from a waiting area occupied by multitudes of military age male illegal aliens musk noted that quote what we're seeing here are in some cases some pretty extreme individuals coming through you know he talked about the uh, face tattoos you know with the tears that note you know the markings mean that they've murdered someone and they're so proud of having murdered somebody that they put a tattoo of one tear on their face for every one person they've killed uh tony gonzalez representative of texas he said that's exactly right Uh, And this person just declared asylum and we just let them in a serial murderer who is proud of their murders. This is insane, added Musk. Um, You know, I he said there's roughly and correct me if I'm wrong, about two and a half million processed illegals per year. Then it's somewhat debatable how many uh, are sort of unprocessed. But maybe it's like a total of maybe four or five million illegal immigrants per year. And this number has also reached all time highs. It's continuing to increase. And, and, the, and the pushback comes from the people who, who want to protest what I'm saying and say, oh, no, these are these are people who have been apprehended. I just told you. These people, they're not trying to stay there. And how many of them have been? You tell me how many have been apprehended and then they just deport them. They're not deporting them. They're processing them. 
And in processing them, they're turning them loose. Many of them are, are either bust into the interior of the country or they're put on airplanes to go wherever they choose to go. They, you know, they have to report back, but they don't. And so go to uh, go to um, Colony Ridge in Liberty County, Texas. Take a little drive around. It's become a shanty town. I mean, it is a border town that's hours from the border um, and it's being funded and it's being built by people who are major contributors to Republican causes and Republican, um, you know, officials and, and candidates as well as um, as office holders. So this this is an unfortunate deal, unfortunate deal that's going on. And let me tell you. Uh, the Biden administration absolutely intends to do nothing about it. But the most important thing is uh, is what Taylor Swift is doing. Uh, do we do we have a, Can we check that out and see uh, if Taylor's back there in the suite there? Maybe she's hanging out. Oh, she's celebrating. She's celebrating. I don't, maybe she's celebrating some illegal border crossings. I don't know. Uh, obviously, we are sick to death of uh, seeing Taylor Swift when you're trying to watch football. Uh, all the more reason to stay away from football. Hey, guys, listen, uh, let's go to a break. But before we do, if you've got loved ones who depend on you, why would you leave anything up to chance in a worst case scenario? Life insurance gives your family a safety net that can cover expenses so they won't have to worry about money while they're getting back on their feet. So, Mortgage payments, college costs, all those things. Luckily, Policy Genius makes finding the right policy simple, and their team of licensed experts are on hand to help talk you through it. Even if you already have life insurance policy through work, it may not offer enough protection for your family's needs, and it may not follow you if you leave your job. Well, with Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for a million dollars of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Policy Genius knows how valuable your time is. Their technology makes it easy to compare life insurance quotes from America's top insurers in just a few clicks to find your lowest price. Policy Genius has licensed award-winning agents who can help you find the best fit for your needs. And no wonder they have thousands of five-star reviews on Google and Trustpilot. Your loved ones deserve a financial safety net. You deserve a smarter way to find and buy it. Head over to policygenius.com slash chat. Click the link in the description of this show. Get your free life insurance quote. See how much you could save. That's policygenius.com slash chat. We'll be right back. All right, uh, Brandon, you and uh, you and Joe hanging out there in the mothership, man. Um, I got a question for you, Brandon. Uh-huh. Do you do you even do you pay attention to any uh, any football? Are you are you watching any of this stuff? Like, oh yeah, yeah you yeah. ever watch any of that? Yeah, I'm a big football. I watch yeah. everything football. Well, not really baseball till playoffs, but <laughs> football, basketball. Yeah, I was watching a uh, I was watching Chief Jets last night cheering on uh, Zach Wilson, trying to see if he can not embarrass BYU any further. Yeah, well, that well, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, being a BYU guy yourself, that's that's true. I, I didn't even think about that. Uh, you know, and I I saw so many times Taylor Swift sitting up there in the booth. Uh-huh. Um, um, I I discovered that she should not stand next to Blake Lively. <laughs> um, that is not a good deal, and I don't care if I make the Swifties mad. That's okay. Uh, because again, one of these is not like the other. One is hot, the other is not. Um, and again, no, I don't. I could care less about what Taylor Swift looks like. I'm not here to objectify these girls. 
they do that themselves. Uh, <laughs> but Taylor, you know, Taylor, I, I find it interesting. Does she have like some kind of documentary coming out, like her eras tour? Uh, Is there a movie or something? Yeah, I believe I believe she has a movie coming out that's essentially like a documentary slash like performance of her eras her tour. Yeah, and it's going to make you yeah. know a bajillion dollars because. Like her or not, yeah. Taylor Swift is this generation's Michael Jackson. Like she, she oh, is. She's a moneymaker. She is a cultural icon, whether or not you agree with some of yeah. the other stuff. Yeah, and and more power to her. I mean, you know, more power to her. She's, uh, she's she's the biggest thing since Oprah, as far as a, a woman oh, yeah. in entertainment. Obviously, I mean, she's a she's a for all intents and purposes a billionaire. Listen, when you're worth seven hundred fifty million, I go ahead and round up. I just round up to a billion. Oh, yeah. And, uh, well, and I mean, you think of like some of these artists selling their discographies for $250, $300 million. Taylor Swift's only 33. Yeah. She's going to release 10 more albums. Her discography is <laughs> going to be worth $18 billion by the time she retires. Oh yeah, and she'll have she'll have songs for every guy she's screwed. Oh yeah, uh, and, and 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 I don't know that this Travis Kelsey thing. I don't know that that's a real deal. I, I just have a hard time believing it. You know, suddenly he's pushing Bud Light and uh, and Pfizer vaccines, which again we the astounding sum of twenty million was the thing I we floated around mm -hmm. last week. I don't know if that's true or not, but I'd put on a couple of band aids and do a commercial for twenty million maybe. <laughs> Um, but, uh, you know, she's got the thing coming out, so it's, it's good publicity for yeah. all of this stuff. And, and, uh, you know, there's, there's no doubt that, uh, I, I think you wouldn't have to track very far. You'd find some Soros money behind, uh, you know, people like Taylor Swift. I, I, I can connect the dots for you, but I don't yeah. want to go too far in there and mess with you Swifties. And you know, the Swifties get, they get a little pissy. They are, they are not you, a good, mess with their girl. they're not a good group to, uh, anger. I no. will say that. Now the plus, the, the plus side is. You should be watching more Chiefs football because Patrick Mahomes is the Michael Jordan of the NFL. So, like, even if you don't like the you NFL, think so. I do. Even if you don't like the NFL, watch just for Patrick Mahomes because he's insane. Yeah. It's unreal. Joe, you agree with that? You giving the thumbs up back there on, on Mahomes? Yeah. I, I, you know, I tell you, I, you got you, a little Texas Tech, baby. Um, I, uh, I like Mahomes. I think he's cool. I think Brittany Mahomes is probably pretty pissed off that she's not the uh, oh yeah she's not the darling of the ball right now. She's not Cinderella at this point. Do we have that clip of uh, of uh, Taylor yep. with uh, Brittany right there? there? I mean, look at her. I'm just just gonna cut her right off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Ryan Reynolds uh, is there, and no one noticed. No, nobody notices. Although Ryan was doing everything he could, Ryan Reynolds was doing everything he could to be the attention whore that he is. Yeah, uh, and more power to him. Uh, but then, but then again, there's his wife, Blake Lively, standing next to Taylor Swift, and that's just not good. That's just mm 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 mm, um, not a good thing. But they're just having a party in the suite up there, and there was speculation last week uh, when she left the Chiefs game. Did they take her out in the popcorn machine or something <laughs> yeah. like that? Uh, but but I can't, you know, because just thousands of people or hundreds of people, I should say, were standing around the suites waiting to watch her exit. Yeah. Um, I, I I just I'm sick of the whole deal. I know I'm talking about this ad nauseum, but it's just it, our misplaced priorities are insane. We're sending two hundred twenty three million dollars a day to uh, to to Ukraine. Yeah. I, I mean, and just ah, and, and the border crossings are insane. What's happening there? 
Um, you know, inflation is crazy. We're indicting former presidents. Uh, and I and I listen, it's 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 the Roman Empire all over again. Let's just keep them entertained with the circus while Rome burns it. And it pisses me off to no end that we're that we're continually having to flash over to Taylor Swift when, you know, real things are going on. Yeah. And, and this is not I do. Know. I do think this might be on the NFL's part, a conspiracy to get her to play the halftime show because she's up until now she's up until now kind of refused to do it but you can imagine if she performs the halftime show at the super bowl that's going to be the most watched super bowl in history by a mile yeah who who is supposed to do who is slated was it usher did i hear that yeah yeah it's usher that that usher is supposed to do this year's super bowl Mm -hmm. and that's kind of the super bowl way right that's what the nfl does they trot out these has-beens um and again, they're still superstars, but they're not in their prime no. anymore. I mean, you look at all the guys that have that have played from Tom Petty to Bruce Springsteen to uh, Beyonce and, and Usher now and, and uh, Prince even. I mean, they're mm-hmm. still top of the game, but they're not in their prime, yeah. not in their prime. So I don't know if they could get Taylor Swift. I mean, she is definitely in her prime. Um Again, and and I and I I'm all for people's success. I really am. I, I really am. I, I love free market capitalism. I say get all the money you can get, um, and, and that's the nature of the beast of what we've built here in in a free market economy in America. People can go out there and do it. They can spend their money on whatever they want. They can believe whatever they want, even if you disagree with them. They can have a differing opinion. They can spend their money to support and promote those opinions, and that's the America we live in, and that's just the real deal. But we ought to be able to make fun of it. I think we should be able to make fun of it. Like, especially if we disagree with somebody, we should be able to, we should be able to call them out. You know, I, I, uh, as I am wont to do, I, I like to, um, every Sunday morning, I just post a a random verse from scripture, usually the words of Jesus. I don't put a verse. I don't put a chapter. I don't put anything. I just put the words of Jesus out of the context. I put them on my Chad Prather Facebook page and I watch the world go nuts. (laughs) It's fantastic to watch. It really is. Uh, And yesterday I posted uh, from Matthew chapter seven, uh, where Jesus said, hey, hypocrite, you know, you worry about the speck that's in your brother's eye. Why don't you remove the plank from your own eye? Then you can deal with the speck in your brother's eye. And there were a lot of people who were mad at me about that because, again, they said, well, you're you're a hypocrite. You make fun of people on on here. And And I'm like, well, I mean, you know, I recognize I got the planks in my eye. Uh, and I'm working on getting them out so I can watch your fat ass walk on water. But uh, there's like, there you are, you're fat shaming. And I'm like, well, you know, the Lord says gluttony is a sin. So take it up with the Lord. You know, uh, the point is people get really bent out of shape if you if you point something out or have a differing opinion or you poke fun at something or you ridicule or mock it or anything. That's 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 very different from being judgmental. That's just finding humor in everyday situations and sometimes at other people's expense. And and believe it or not, comedy has actually been built on that is is ridicule is actually in the job description. You've heard me say that many, many times. It should be okay for us to do that. Now this NFL thing, I'm gonna keep making fun of that because it's a joke. The fact that the fact that you just leave them alone, let them have their little love affair. It's so sweet. It's so cute. I'm sure her ex-boyfriend of six years thinks it's beautiful. Um, but if you don't call out the nonsense that's being paraded in front of you, then 
again, while civilization and culture and society and values and ideals are burning down around you, uh, just be glad that we're doing it from a humorous standpoint, because what's happening is the wool is being pulled over your eyes. I mean, the curtain, you know, the great and powerful Oz is back there working his working his magic and his light show. And and meanwhile, you know, the Wicked Witch of the West out there is is destroying the world as we know it. So at some point in time, you got to pull back the curtain. And ridicule and mocking and a little bit of humor is a good way to do that. So that's that's exactly what we're doing. Um, and in the next segment, we're going to mock the hell out of Jamal Bowman, a uh, self-proclaimed member of the squad. It could not happen to a better person. And remember, Jamal Bowman, before I forget this point, Jamal Bowman, who, of course, pulled the fire alarm there in uh, there in the halls of Congress. Um he said he thought it was an emergency exit. He was just trying to that was the door release to help him get out because the door was locked. He couldn't get out. And he was in a rush to go get that vote in there. Uh, and he didn't want to be late for it. So he pulled the fire alarm. We're going to talk about that a little bit. Uh, he wants you. He came out with a statement on why he did it. He wants you to give him the benefit of the doubt. Now, remember, he's a politician who has never given anyone the benefit of the doubt. And for 10 years, he was a principal in a school, which you would think the principal of all people would know what the fire alarm looks like. Hey, guys, let's go to break before we do. Everybody deals with pain from time to time. It's one of the few guarantees that we have in life, along with death and taxes. And when it happens, we sustain it. We deal with it. And we try to move forward, but sometimes there is no moving forward because sometimes it comes back day after day, month after month until it fills your world and steals the joy you get out of life. And if you're one of those people who experience that type of pain, you know how awful it is. The good news, it doesn't have to stay that way. Relief factor is a great way to reduce pain, which is mostly caused by inflammation in the joints. And when you take it as directed, it may absolutely change your life. Now, it's not a drug, but it is developed by doctors. It reduces inflammation in your body. 70% of the people who take it will keep on ordering it because it works. So if you're living with pain, try the three-week quick start. It's only $19.95. It's a trial pack. Go to relieffactor.com or call them 800 the number four relief. That's relieffactor.com or call them 800 the number four relief. We'll be right back. You know, reading that uh, uh, Killing the Witches book over the weekend. Um, it's amazing how we let people get into places of power. And I mean, some absolute power and there's nothing you can do about it. And there are people who don't necessarily deserve to be in power, uh, because again, they are so driven by those opinions and beliefs. So dogmatic with them, they're willing to destroy anybody that doesn't share the same way or may act or think a little differently than them. Um, and they're always looking to, um, do whatever they can do, have to do to retain that power. So, uh, the American people were done a disservice uh, this this past week uh, the, with this government shutdown. I know everybody cry me a river over the old oh, people were going to not get their paychecks and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, they they were going to trust me. They, they, the government shutdown was going to figure out a way to work itself out. And these government employees, they were going to get paid. And uh, it, it, these senators and these congressmen, they weren't worried about it because their pay is guaranteed. But again, when you're living in a day and age where all you have to do is just print more money, you're living in a country that just prints more money, modern monetary theory, where debt is good, deficits are great. Uh, you print more money without having to back anything up, you know, of value with that, with that, what you're printing. 
you just keep bailing yourselves out. You just keep raising the debt, raising the spending. Um, we, we can't survive. <laughs> We're not going to survive, guys. So it's, it's a bad situation. Um, and, of course, Jamal Bowman, which I don't think most Americans out there knew who Jamal Bowman was before this thing happened. Uh, he got busted. He's right there on camera pulling the fire alarm. There was, a, there was some signs up there that says, you know, if you... If you'll, you know, push the door handle there in 30 seconds, the alarm will sound, but the door will open. He reaches over and he pulls the fire alarm. He says he thought it was a release for the emergency exit. He said that's always the door he takes. Um, he released a statement saying, I hope this doesn't become more than what it really was. Uh, I, Brandon, I don't know about you, but it's never crossed my mind to just walk up and see a door that's locked. You know, let's say you're in a restaurant. You ever been yeah. in a restaurant? You just, you, you walk up and you're like, oh, ah, there's a big red thing on the door. It says there, there's an emergency exit. If I push this, an alarm will sound. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that that kind of tells you don't go through that door. Yeah, I like, mean. Go I, through another one. I haven't done it very many times, you know, so haven't set off that many fire <laughs> alarms in my day. No, but you've never thought to reach over and say, oh, you know what? Uh, the door's telling me not to use this door, but I'm going to reach over and grab this fire alarm and pull it because that'll make everything okay. Yeah. That, that'll release the door. Yeah, I don't entirely. I mean, look, he was <laughs> he was the principal of a public school, and we all know how good the education system is in our public schools. So I guess it's, it's pretty par for the course. But at the same time, if you want to know how a politician is lying while well, they're talking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, if, if he's truly uh, I mean, if only those people on January 6th would have known how to vacate Congress, they would have just all pulled the fire alarm. Yeah. Uh, but again, if he was truly disrupting this vote and delaying this vote uh, at 22 years, uh, put him in solitary confinement for at least a year and a half without a charge, no ability to get bail. Mm -hmm. And uh, and let's just be done with him. Let's just forget he exists for about 22 years. Give him a couple of felonies and he'll never be able to vote again. In and boom, there you go. Uh, but again, he comes out with this statement, which is baloney, which I mean, listen, if the statement is true, first of all, first of all, the statement is crap. OK, and whoever came up with that statement, they need to be held accountable, too, because uh, at that point now now you're just you're just trying to fool everybody and everybody's complicit in a crime. So. Um, you know, there was there was there was a lot of great statements uh, on, you know, Twitter and things like that in uh, about this explanation of the fire alarm. And let me scroll down here to a couple of these. Let me get to the Blaze TV. Read more. Let me hit the button there. See, see, I knew where the red button was. I knew to hit it and no fire alarm went off. Um, but uh Harmeet Dillon, who, of course, is an attorney, said whoever put this statement out or gave legal advice on it or tried to cover it up with lies as part of a criminal conspiracy to interfere with the operations of our revered Congress. Rico charges for all involved. Isn't that how it works? <laughs> it seems to be. If you're one of those extreme MAGA Republicans, according to Joe Biden, Senator Mike Lee of Utah says, does anyone believe that I thought the fire alarm would open the door line? See, if he truly believed that, he doesn't need to be a congressman anyway. I mean, that's a that's a level of ignorance that's on par with Joe biden or kamala harris i should say uh jake sherman's a journalist he said for those who work on capitol hill or even those who don't this makes no sense one uh, have you in your life ever activated a fire alarm in a large public building to 
open a door. Two, there are tunnels that take you from this building straight to the Capitol. It's very easy. I do it daily. Uh, Siraj Hashmi said, Congressman Jamal Bowman, who doesn't give his political opponents the benefit of the doubt, is asking his political opponents to give him the benefit of the doubt. Uh, David Freiheit said, there is a photo from security footage, so obviously there is a video. Can we see the video to see if it confirms or contradicts Jamal, Jamal Bowman's version of events? Because committing a misdemeanor to impede Congress could land him in jail for a very, very long time. No one is above the law after all, right? And of course, that's a reference to a tweet uh, regarding January 6th from Jamal Bowman a while back where he said, and about Donald Donald Trump. No one is above the law. No one is above the law. That's the exact statement from him. Uh, Byron York said, whoever corruptly obstructs, influences, or impedes any official proceeding or attempts to do so, Democratic Rep. Jamal Bowman set off fire alarm to disrupt House work on averting a government shutdown, triggered evacuation of House office building. Uh, and it goes on and on and on and on. Um, any member of Congress would think it's appropriate to pull a fire alarm to try and delay Congress from doing its business is shameful. It's unbecoming. He should strongly consider resigning from Congress if he did that. That's uh, Michael Lawler of uh, New York. And um, so it, it just it's very damning on this whole thing. But don't worry. Don't worry. Uh, the leader of the squad, AOC, she came out with a statement uh, in defense of Jamal Bowman. And here's what she said. Play clip number six. I'll be honest, uh, it doesn't really make sense to me, his explanation. Have you talked to him? What's going on? I mean, listen, I think if you actually do see some of the photos of the signs, I think there's there's something to be said about the government's about to shut down. There's a vote clock that's going down. The exits that are normally open in that building were suddenly closed. So you pulled a fire alarm? So what I'm here to say (laughs) is that... House administration and U.S. Capitol Police and Jamal Bowman are inactive and he's fully participating in saying there was a misunderstanding. But what I do think is important to raise is the fact that Republicans, representatives like Nicole Maliotakis and others, immediately moved to file motions to censure, motions to expel, before there, before there has even been conversations that are, that are finished to even see if there was a misunderstanding here. God forbid. Now, what she's saying is what AOC is saying is she wants to have a due process, right? A due process. And I, I, don't, I don't. Now, again, we've t- alluded to witch hunts here a little while ago with the Salem witch trials. I mean, uh, throw justice out the door. The idea of innocent until proven guilty. I mean, that's what we're supposed to do. Right. Uh, and she's like, we're supposed to have some of that due process here. We should be able to figure out exactly what's going on here before we start rushing to judgment, telling him to resign. You know, putting out articles to censure, those kind of things. No, no, no. Remember, we're going to play by your rules now. These are the rules that you established. Now, we again, you got 41,000 hours of video from January 6th. You won't even release those things. Where's the video of Jamal Bowman? Let's see the video. Now, we got the pictures of it, and he's dead to rights. We've got pictures. Now, the pictures can't lie. Isn't that right, AOC? The pictures can't lie. The pictures tell everything you need to know. I mean, it, isn't that true? We On January 6th, didn't you see the video and the images of people, you know, beating 
the, the, the police officer to death. Oh, and then there's video of him, you know, 20 minutes later out there kind of directing traffic through the Capitol. So what's the deal? Are we going to we going to get the video and really take a look at Jamal Bowman? Or are we just going to believe our eyes right now? Let's let's take a look at everything we've got out there and let's see if the man truly is innocent. Now, if you want him to be innocent until proven guilty, you got to release it all. We got to hear it all. But the problem is you have these ignorant, stupid ass Congress people who think that you're ignorant, too. And they're going to release a statement. It says, well, I hope you don't make more out of this than what's really going on here. <laughs> uh, uh, no, no. And I don't know. I, you know, I, I'm at a point now where everything that comes out of these people's mouths, and I don't care if they're Democrats or Republicans, that's a lie. It's just an absolute lie. And so we're on our own, folks. I mean, this this is this is borderline anarchy. These people can't get along. They can't come to decisions. There is no bipartisanship. And so, you know, everybody thinks I'm crazy when I said, hey, listen, we need a convention of states. We need Texas. I mean, whatever. When we're talking about, uh, you know, seceding from the nation. Oh, this is seditious and traitorous. We're not united anymore. And we're certainly not honoring the principles of the Constitution. AOC just said it herself. That due process is dead, right? I mean, that's not, I'm putting words in her mouth, but that's basically what she was saying. We don't do that anymore. So we got a problem. We got a real problem. Brandon, I don't know about you. We got to go to break, but AOC is looking better. I think as she gets older, more mature. Oh, that, AOC. That's a pretty good little clip there. AOC been fine. Yeah. Let's not. Look, AOC's hotness <laughs> is a bipartisan subject. You can go across the aisle and we all agree. She's hot. She's crazy, but that's kind of why she's hot. No, that's kind of that's yeah. kind of true. It's I want to see her, you only, know, only silver lining to her being in Congress for the next 50 years like Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. And so, you know, Diane Feinstein, you know, she was a babe. Yeah. Nancy Pelosi was a babe, mm-hmm. you know, way back in the day. They, they were absolute Bettys. Now yeah. look at them. Yeah. What is AOC going to look like 50 years from now when she's still in Congress? Ah, uh, uh, the bartender days, uh, not, the Boston University days dancing around will be just yeah, uh, not great. Uh, they'll be long gone. We'll remember those days, but maybe she'll be like Nancy and get some fresh titties. That's you know? true. That's true. Yeah. Maybe a, a B. Well, she doesn't need a BBL. She already got. She's Latina. But yeah, mm. I, I look yeah. forward. Look, she's got at least twenty years of still being hot on the plus side. So, oh yeah, our country oh, could yeah. be dissolved by the time she gets ugly. Yeah, and to me, she'll always be a young lady. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back. <laughs> Uh, anytime we're you know doing this show or talking about anything important, I like to cut away to Taylor Swift. I, I, I just want to make sure that Taylor's you know at the suite. She's being taken care of. She's there with Travis Kelsey's mom and you know condescending. No, oh, there she is. She's coming in. She's she's coming in through uh, security there. She's down in the inner bowels of the uh, of the stadium there. Oh, she's you know there with Blake Lively and um. Yeah, there she is. You just got to go through the metal detector and the whole thing. Blake is looking good. Oh, there's Ryan Reynolds. Look at there. That's that's what we care about. And that's Hugh Jackman. Yeah, it is Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Deadpool and Wolverine. What the hell's go? What the hell is going on at this stage in the game, dude? I, I like what? <laughs> I don't know. Although to be uh, honest, Hugh Jackman just. I'll take I'll take Taylor Swift nonsense all day every day over BLM at the football games. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, that's true. But, I mean, they still got the end racism stuff on the goalpost and in the end of the end zone and stuff. And apparently we haven't ended it yet. So, either way, trust me, we'll (laughs) – I don't want to say what I'm going to say. 
<laughs> Hugh Jackman, uh, who just announced his separation from his wife of, I don't know, forever, 20 years, 25 years, 30 years. I don't know how old Hugh Jackman is, but they've been together a long time. So he's out making the scene there in New York at the, uh, the Jet Stadium. So hanging out with Taylor Swift. I don't know. I don't know how you get that invite, but boom, there it is. Um, that's that's what's important, folks. Don't you ever forget it. But I like how I like how Taylor Swift's going through the metal detector like a plebe. You know, like she's just a peasant. They're just checking her bag. I mean, what what do you think's in Taylor Swift's bag? You know, eh, I wonder how much that bag costs. <laughs> I think the girl's got like seven or eight homes across the country. And I think the cheapest one is, well, I think the one here in Nashville that she had, I don't know if she still had it. I think she bought that one for like 1.8 million when she was, when she was down hard on her luck, you know, and I think that was like a 3000 square foot penthouse downtown. And uh, now she's got like a 47 in New York. She's got a, she's got like a four story condo um, there that I think she bought paid cash 47 million dollars so that's impressive don't ask me how i know these things maybe i'm a secret swifty maybe i'm a swifty i'm a blake lively i know that what's up what's up uh but again let's take you back to what's really going on in the country um there she was she had to go through she had to go through taylor swift at the new york jets game she had to go through um security and they had to make sure she wasn't carrying anything in her bag or whatever. She had to go through the metal detector. So did Wolverine. I don't know how Wolverine goes through the metal detector without that adamantium skeleton setting things off. But there he was. Uh, but take a look at this. Play clip number 11. No metal detectors there. In fact, they're cutting the metal. They did the yeah, U.S. Uh, military officials. Somebody's even clapping as uh, these illegal migrants, uh, illegal aliens, are walking into the U.S. with the aid of, uh, you know, the National Guard. Who's cutting the razor wire? Does anybody else find anything wrong with this? I mean, does any, I mean, Taylor Swift went through more security to get into the New York Jets game to see her boyfriend play football. Taylor Swift was $750 million. She had to go through security. These folks down here at the southern border walking in from God knows where had the gates thrown open for them in the way of having the razor wire cut on their behalf and pushed aside so that they could walk on in. Send every one of them to New York City. Send every single one of them to New York City. Send them to Washington, D.C. Send them to Chicago. Listen, if they're here, if they're here, they're here. Let's put them where they said they wanted them. Send them to San Francisco. Send them to Los Angeles. Send them to Sacramento. Send them to Gavin Newsom. Send them to, to Kathy Hochul. Send every damn one of them. And, and again, this is not cruel. This is common sense. You say, oh, we need compassion. You're about to not know. You're, we're going to lose all concept of compassion. These people have no intention of assimilating. They're going to, as I said last week, you love your stuff. They love your stuff, too. These people are coming into this country not to assimilate, not to become American citizens, not to obey your laws, not to honor your constitution. They're coming in here to take over, and that is exactly what's going to happen. We're about to enter into an age of lawlessness here in the United States. Globalism is here. It's not going away. Send them to New York City. Keep, I mean, every single one of these human beings, send them to New York City. Someone said to me the other day, well, if we'd stop giving them jobs, they'd 
quit coming. There's 150,000 illegal migrants that we know of right now in New York City that they're dealing with. They don't have jobs. They're not coming here because we're giving them jobs. <laughs> the level of ignorance that it takes to believe that nonsense is purely stupid. You want to hear from Kathy Hochul? You want to hear what she's got to say? Kathy Hochul, who wanted a sanctuary state, and she wanted New York to be the sanctuary state. She's now flipped the script. Take a look at this. Look at clip number seven. Well, we want them to have a limit on who can come across the border. It is too open right now. Uh, people coming from all over the world are finding their way through, simply saying they need asylum. And the majority of them seem to be ending up in the streets of New York. And that is a real problem for New York City. 125,000 newly arrived individuals. And we are being taxed. Now, we are always so proud of the fact that New York has the Statue of Liberty in our harbor. harbor. We, we are mm -hmm. one of the most diverse places on earth because of our welcoming nature and our it's in our DNA to welcome immigrants. But there has to be some limits in place and Congress has to put more controls at the border and not in this budget threat, shutdown right. threat, talk about eliminating positions for border patrol when we actually need to double or quadruple those numbers. Yeah, let me tell you what Kathy Hochul said in December of 2021. She said, where people who left religious persecution or left wars, left oppression, left extreme poverty like my own grandparents, <laughs> cry me a river, leaving Ireland with nothing. That is what we have always viewed as our responsibility to the rest of the world. That's what she said in 2021. She said, but because of that, we are far better, more enriched, diverse state. And that's a huge point of pride for all New Yorkers. As you know. No, the Statue of Liberty. See, she just said, yeah, we got the Statue of Liberty. It says, give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to be free, the wretched refuse of your teeming shore. And that statement encapsulates our values. We want people to come here despite where they came from or despite the circumstances that drove them to this country, into this state. She said, we see we say you are welcome here you are welcome with open arms and we'll work to keep you safe we'll not only house you we'll protect you and the richness of the culture and the diversity and the food and the restaurants that we know are going to be coming because of these efforts are beyond measure it says an extreme it's an extraordinary part of our story woven into the story of new york and it makes us more vibrant where are those words now kathy hochel Send every single one of these people coming through the razor wire to Kathy Hochul. She said in December 2021, she wants them. Therefore, let her have them. We'll be right back. All right. Well, folks, it's... Uh, it's been a Monday. We've got all kinds of things. Tomorrow, I will not forget my uh, laptop there at the hotel in downtown Nashville. I'll make sure to bring it in here so I'm not having to refer to my phone and pages. And who knows? I may even put a clean shirt on tomorrow. I doubt it. I doubt it. Yeah. I like coming to Nashville because I can just come in here and chill. Look at that. Look at just bare-legged and everything. Look at that. Look at that thing right there. Ah, you know. They're going to fire me for being lazy. But uh, are they? Are they? We'll see. Uh, you guys, I'm sitting here 
text messaging some folks over in uh, Alabama right now, getting ready to go over there next week to the Stardome, Hoover, Alabama. It's pretty cool, man. I want you guys to be on the lookout. We're, I'm headed to the uh, the other recording studio down in Brentwood right now. Uh, we're putting some more vocal tracks and some finishing touches on some songs that are going to be coming out later this year, as well as the first of the year. I'm excited about them, but don't forget our new Christmas song. My new Christmas song is coming out, I'd Be Jolly Too. <laughs> You're going to love this thing. Uh, sent it to my one of my chief critics yesterday. I sent it to my oldest daughter, and she said, I cannot get that song out of my head. It's called I'd Be Jolly Too. It should be out mid-November uh, in time for Christmas, and I promise you're going to love this song. It's fun. It's funny, and once it gets in your head, it will never get out. Uh, maybe I will be the new Mariah Carey. I don't know. I don't I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll be the new Taylor Swift. You know, I kept seeing I kept seeing um, Aaron Rodgers sitting up there watching the game in his suite. He didn't have the same fanfare around him that Taylor Swift had around her. But then again, we don't know who he's dating on the field. You know, we we don't know who he's watching, but uh, he looked awfully lonely sitting up there in a very tight game. By the way, Taylor Swift aside, the Chiefs won, okay? Hey, I'm getting out of here. We'll see you tomorrow. It's Tuesday. We'll have a good time. We love you. God bless you. Talk to you then. Bye.